here with the fantastic Kathleen Carter. Work Carter Fitness. She's the one that pivoted during the pandemic. You're going to hear all about how she was working in New York City, running around, working here, working there. Pandemic shut it all down. But did she cry? No. She just started working on her own business. She pivoted online. And today, she has a very successful online fitness business called Work Carter Fitness. Welcome, Kathleen. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. (laughs) I see you every day, and I'm so happy that we are able to talk because usually you're teaching and I'm taking the class, and sometimes my camera is off when I have big, crazy hair. Which I love. (laughs) So tell the listeners about last March because it was a crazy time. Yes. Yes. So I have lived in New York for 10 years. I've been a fitness professional for about five or six years now. And when the pandemic hit, my main source of income was personal training. And I'd made the transition fully into being a full-time fitness pro in fall of 2018. Before then, you know, it was like restaurants catering here and there. And so for about a year, I was able to work fully in fitness, but my main business was personal training. And then I worked for Flywheel Sports. I was a bar teacher. So if you're familiar with Flybar, I was a bar teacher for about a year before the pandemic hit. And uh, my main thing is I traveled around to my clients. So I've clients all over New York City, and I would go to them, train them in their apartment, in their gym, whatever it was. And I remember on March 12th, I had, I was already kind of feeling a little iffy about everything myself. And I had a client. And then that day I got home from my first client and I called the rest of my clients and I said, I'm done. I'm not going to travel around anymore. And later that day was when Broadway officially shut down. Um, but I just remember thinking, I was like, they were calling them super carriers at that point. And I was like, I'm going to be a super carrier. I'm on the train multiple times a day. I'm in and out of multiple apartment buildings. I'm in gyms. And I just made the decision that I wasn't comfortable with traveling. And so I stopped on my March 12th and was already kind of playing around with this idea of going virtual for, you know, what I thought would be a couple weeks. And then everything shut down and I immediately launched. And this is just my personality. I was like, people need to be taken care of. And so that, that was a Thursday, that Monday, they officially closed down gyms, but I already decided I was like, we're starting on, I think it was Tuesday actually. And I was like, all right, twice a day, I'm teaching 30 minute Instagram live classes, donation based. And I did that for the first two and a half months. And I didn't start monetizing my virtual classes until June. June June 1st was when I officially announced the the life of Work Carter Fitness. And yeah, just been trying to build the business since then. What I really enjoyed was showing up with you at 1030 in the morning because it was something to do every day. You were live, you were interacting with the people that were showing up. Then I would go teach a dance class on Instagram live. And Mm. just being in that in that atmosphere was very helpful to me. And you're a dancer also. So having Mm -hmm. the grounding of being physical and doing a routine physically, it it mentally helped me. Did it help Mm -hmm. you? Yeah, definitely. You know, it was very interesting watching, you know, because I lost I lost the majority of my business when the pandemic hit. I flywheel laid everyone off and they ended up 
closing permanently later in the summer. I lost 70% of my clientele immediately. And I, I just remember kind of watching how everyone was handling the pandemic and becoming very aware that everyone handled it very differently. And for me, making that commitment to just show up every day was probably the best thing I could have done for myself. And, and I told, they were like, oh my God, you're like doing it. I can't believe you're like staying in shape. And I was like, if I wasn't teaching these classes, I would not be working out. I didn't, my motivation was showing up for everyone else. And yeah, that's what kept me going is I kind of was just like, this is what needs to happen and I'm just going to do it. But I loved the consistency. I mean, there was a few things. I loved the consistency of Monday through Friday, 1030 AM. And then I was doing evening classes for a couple months. And then I slowly kind of started to drop those. Um, but you know, I love the consistency. And then there was part of me that since I'm a fitness pro, I was used to being at my clients at 7 AM and working until 9 PM. And all of a sudden I was like, I can sleep until 9 AM. This is amazing. Get up, work out, go for long walks. And my nights were free. So I was enjoying this like total shift of a lifestyle, which was great. But yeah, the consistency was, was vital. What you've managed to do though, in the last year is take something that was so crazy and up in the air and you have provided something for people that I personally love because sometimes I am not at my house. Sometimes I'm at my mom's and sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm at my friend Billy's and I can still tune into your class wherever I am and get the work done. And then, you know, I go about my day. I no longer have to go to an exercise studio to take your class. It's Mm -hmm. like you are with me virtually. It's amazing to me and I love it. Yeah, it's been, you know, it's been interesting. And I think it's changed a lot of people's perspective of thinking you have to go to the gym and you have to do an hour long workout or you're not sweating. And one of the things I do, and this is a huge component of work Carter fitness is we do quick, efficient workouts. And, um, you know, you're not, I mean, Michelle can attest to this. You're never just targeting one muscle group. When I have you doing something, multiple muscles are on. And that's my slogan is work smarter, work harder, work harder. And the first part of that is when you're working smarter and you're incorporating more muscles because you're doing things right and you're paying attention to how you're moving, your body naturally works harder. And that's what we call work harder. So you're able to get a butt kicking workout in, in 20 to 30 minutes. The first couple of weeks, I really had a hard time because even though I am a dancer and I've been teaching dance the last few years, I've been dealing with pain and also going through like perimenopause. Things were just not right. And so because I was in pain, I would try to do the minimal amount of effort even while teaching. Mm. So it was like a vicious cycle. Like I was in pain, I would not move, which would lead me to be in more pain. So I had to really break through the first couple weeks of your classes. I was crying on the mat. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. And it took me about four weeks to get through the class to be able to be like, okay, I just took class. But Mm -hmm. then after that, after those weeks, something literally shifted and I, it was like breaking through a wall. And then over the next year, things really started to heal in my body. Mm. I had some like, you know, just not, I was never big by any means, but it took like seven months. And all of a sudden I looked in the mirror and I was like, wait a minute, I don't have that little pooch in my belly anymore. I don't have back fat anymore. It's gone. But it (laughs) it took consistent action. I I didn't do it. I didn't do the classes to get skinny or whatever. I did them because I just wanted to become in the kind of shape that I'm used to. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like being in the performing arts where 
used to being in prime condition. Mm -hmm. And the last couple of years, through all those factors, I had slipped out of that. And I was literally just tired of being in such pain. It's exhausting being in pain. It is. It is exhausting being in pain. And um, part of the reason I got into fitness is because I had to have hip surgery eight years ago, which is crazy. And before that, I was in chronic hip pain for eight years. I, was, I am a dancer. Hurt my hip in high school. And, you know, being a dancer, they're like, oh, just suck it up. You're fine. Um, and I did. For eight years, I sucked it up. And then I got to a point that I was in so much pain, I couldn't walk upstairs without just having to pause at the top of stairs. So I finally had hip surgery, was still in chronic pain for six years after my surgery because I had so many imbalances in my body. And I had an amazing physical therapist, but it, a lot of it was just I, it was my left hip that was injured and I didn't know how to use my left side anymore. Because if you live in chronic pain for so many years, you avoid using your body, you avoid going anywhere near the pain. So one of the things I have to work with a lot, especially with my, my private clients, because I, I work a lot with private clients, um, we have to not only work on the body, but we have to work through the mindset of pain. And there's a lot of PTSD around pain. And I have so many clients that you know, they're like, well, I just don't want to go back there. I don't want to feel that. I don't want to be in pain anymore. So we're also dealing with this mentality around pain because when you've experienced chronic pain, it's terrible. But my my goal is to get people out of chronic pain. My main goal, what drives Work Harder Fitness, it's not aesthetic based. I believe aesthetics are a byproduct of working hard, but we want to be strong and we want to be pain-free. And I know for me personally, I was tired of like having to limit my movements for so many years. And so being able to move my body in a way, and I have zero chronic hip pain and it feels so good to be able to book dance shows and go in a gym and lift heavy weights and do hit classes and not be in pain. And that's what I want my clients to work for. Obviously like having aesthetic goals, it's not a bad thing, but that goal will only take you so far. Wanting to have a goal of being stronger and feeling good in your body. And you know, for me, like when I'm doing shows, to be able to walk on stage and do an entire show and not be tired. Like, that's what I love. And I remember having castmates that are like, oh my God, I'm so tired. And I was like, I'm not, I feel good. Like, let's go, you know? So mm -hmm. that, that's what I want. And I love getting the texts from clients who are just like, I was able to do this and it didn't feel like a big deal. I shoveled my car out of snow. I carried all my groceries. I survived an eight hour shift at the bakery and my body is not on fire. So I love, I love those texts. And that's what we're, we're working for. Can you tell the listeners about what, how you feel about strengthening the muscles and specifically mm -hmm. the hamstrings because yes. I just I taught a ballet class this morning and I did a lot of stretching at the end of the class and I was thinking about you knowing we were having mm -hmm. this conversation so as dancers we stretch and as people who sit a lot as Americans mm -hmm. who sit you overstretch the muscles is that right yeah so this is this is gonna be interesting to explain I'm used to having my visuals <laughs> but yes when we are when we're sitting there's different muscles that are compressed there's different muscles that are stretched um, but what tends to happen a lot we spend a lot of time specifically we'll talk about hamstrings and I we spend a lot of time standing in a position with stretched hamstrings so when we're standing with our hips lifting up locked down on our knees our hips are actually or, or sorry our hamstrings are actually in a stretched position and so then when we go to stretch our hamstrings because they've already lived in a stretched position for the majority of the day they're at their end of their range of motion so if you think of a rubber band if you pull the rubber band out to its furthest point and you've got a stretch in this 
rubber band. You leave it like that all day and then you try to stretch it, it's not gonna go anywhere. So a lot of times when you feel like your hamstrings are tight, it's actually because they're already at the end of their range of motion. And so, you know, just in fitness in general, we wanna have both ends of the spectrum. And so if you have only um, flexibility, we really need to be building strength. And it's the same both ways. You can't just be doing strength, you have to have some flexibility, but for the hamstrings, we tend to have really tight hamstrings because they're overstretched. And so, and for me personally, like I grew up as a dancer, I thought if I strengthened my hamstrings, they wouldn't stretch anymore. So my mindset was really backwards, but I didn't know any better. You, you know, if you don't know anything, you can't fix it. So once I started to learn, I was like, oh, I need to strengthen them. Once I started strengthening my hamstrings, I gained so much more flexibility. So if I'm, I'm going into a dance call, I do a little bit of strengthening. I like do a quick stretch, but if you're sitting in stacked static stretches all day long, you're putting your muscles in their end range of motion. You can't walk into a, a call, an audition, whatever it is, and expect your body to have that elasticity that it needs in order to be on your center, in my opinion. So we need strength. <laughs> Don't just stretch all the time. Definitely go after the strength as well. I love that. And it's, I can feel a difference since mm -hmm. we've been working together about the strengthening. It's, yeah. it's made me a better dancer. Yeah. Same. I mean, just the fact that like, I, I mean, I used to stretch for hours when I was in high school, like I would, and I think it's part of what caused my, my hip injury is I would stretch and stretch and stretch. And I'm not a naturally flexible dancer. Like I definitely live in the world of like, I can't just drop into a split. I can't kick my face. Very stylistic dancer. Um, <laughs> but I did find once I started strengthening my hamstrings, how much more ease I felt in uh, strengthening in general, but how much more ease I felt walking into an audition and not feeling like I had to sit in a static split or whatever for hours in order to like show off my my kicks. Nope. Give me a quick little warm up. Got it. It's great. Journey as a fitness trainer mm -hmm. was was designed to support your performing career. Yes. So you've been plenty busy. Broadway's been shut down. There's been mm -hmm. really no live performances. Have you missed it? <laughs> yes, a lot. Um, you know, this has been, I, I decided a few years ago that I kind of had this epiphany of every theater job ends. No matter how good you are, no matter how good the show is, every show ends. And I wanted, I wanted a side job that was mine. That wasn't where I was working for, and not even that I was working for someone else, but I, I wanted a side job that I loved and an income made off of doing something I love other than theater. So that's how I, I started my fitness journey. And over the last few years, it's been this balance of trying to build my clientele and then going away on a show and then coming back and trying and starting from scratch, building the clientele again. So I definitely feel like the past year has been a blessing and that I've been able to really focus on work Carter and work Carter was an idea that, you know, I never thought I'd have a business that I, that I named and like founded and, you know, file P and L forms for and have an accountant and have a website and all that. I never thought it would be that it was kind of this idea in the back of my mind of like, Oh, maybe one, one day, but one day being super far away that I would create like an app or something, but it's given me this ability to not only do the personal training, but really have this like class base. And I've got these, I'll talk more about my products later, but I've got like three very specific products, personal training, virtual classes, and an on-demand program. So I've been able to focus on those, but I very much miss performing. And people ask me all the time, they're like, oh, so are you done with performing? Are you just going to do fitness now? And I'm like, no, this has made me realize just how much I want 
to perform and how much I miss it. I miss it like crazy. And I have these moments now that I see audition notices kind of popping up here and there. I like start to feel guilty that I'm not really in a place to audition just because my my focus is very much on work harder for now. But at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I'm getting to build something that's going to last and I'm really proud of it. And this will hopefully continue to grow and sustain me for years. So I'm, I miss performing a lot and I, I, I won't let myself go there. And if I do, I'll start. I did a, a little call with a life coach at one point and we talked about like creativity and arts and stuff. And I, I haven't been that emotional about performing in a while. So yes, I am, but I'm not going there for now. It's okay. I think, I do think that right now is not even the time mm-hmm. unless you're doing perhaps an outdoor production or a concert right. or something. So we all do have a little more time to to get ourselves together before it all comes back. Mm-hmm. I just saw something today that Diana the Musical has a fall date, mm-hmm. but that might even get pushed back. Like, who knows? Right. One thing that this whole year has taught me is just go with the flow because Absolutely. we are really not in control this year. This is not a year that planning. Every year for the past couple of years, I've been traveling and I wasn't mm-hmm. able to do that this year. And that's fine. It's okay. Like, it's okay to have a year where you are really just home based mm-hmm. but do you think that I'm sure that you could sustain work Carter and be doing shows and stuff and film and TV especially because you live in New York there's a lot of New York TV and film happening mm-hmm. yeah I mean I am hoping to continue to sustain work harder, whatever that looks like. I think something that I've been kind of thinking about is this idea of like, I'm not in control. And um, we just had in-person classes in New York open back, um, I think it was last week. You know, it, it kind of put this thought in my mind of like, what does this look like? How long do I keep doing virtual classes? And I don't have an answer. I don't, I don't know. I know the personal training will continue for years to come. I don't know what the virtual classes will continue to look like. I do have an on-demand program that's, you know, pre-recorded workouts that you can get for $25 a month for seven days are free. Sign up. It's great. That's so great. <laughs> That's such a good price too. It really, it's less than a dollar a day and it's, you can do it on your own time wherever you are. Yeah. It's really, you really can't beat it and it's quick, efficient workouts, but yeah, I mean, I will see. I haven't, I haven't gotten into the TV and film stuff yet. I've been one of those people. I'm like, no theater, 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 but it's definitely something I've had a lot of people tell me I should do film and TV and I need to get into it, but I'm definitely, you know, I'm like, I don't even know how, like how to get started. I don't even know like how to get going in that direction. So that's something I, I plan to take some time this summer for myself and really start to get some of my creative juices flowing again and start dance classes and look into acting classes and what it looks like to explore film, TV, other things. I think this year has given me, I mean, it's both scared me and given me more confidence to just be like, you know what, this is what I want to do. I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure out how to make it happen. Cause that's what work Carter was as it was, it's not been all fun and games. It was just a, it, it was mainly just like my option is to keep collecting unemployment or like make something happen for myself. And so I just kept going and it was really slow and hard and I wanted to give up multiple times, but it definitely showed me that if you're just consistent and you keep showing up and keep doing the work, eventually it pays off. Yeah. I think the consistency is 
the key to it all. It's not instant gratification and instant smash success, but you do have a following and the name brand of Work Carter is starting to get around. And I think it's there's lots of ways you could go with this. This is just the beginning and every small business, it takes a few years to really get it rolling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited to see where it goes. And it's, um, I remember in the fall, people kept asking, they're like, how's it going? And I was like, I'm just, I'm putting in so much work and there's no return. And it felt like that all of the fall felt that way for me. And I finally just seen little things happen here and there. Like I booked a corporate class and I have a couple brands that, you know, have, are using me as like a partner. So I'm getting sent free outfit gear, which has always been a goal. So I'm so excited to have had that goal met. And I'm just seeing these these small steps pay off and one new client is a huge goal. And I think the thing with success is we want to see it overnight. And I, I did, I launched my on-demand program. That was the most recent product I launched. I launched that on January 1st, 2021. And I expected to have 50 people sign up overnight and I didn't. <laughs> I don't even think I had one person sign up overnight. Anytime you're doing something new, you have to show the consistency. And I've had to be proud of even the small moments of like, oh, someone new took a class. Oh, this person asked me about my classes. And just counting all those small things as a success has been huge. And to keep showing up even when I don't want to. And that's, you know, that's a theme even in classes. We talk about it all the time. I mean, I feel like we say that almost every class. It's like, I don't want to be here. I'm here anyways. Let's do this. And we always feel so amazing at the end of class. There's been many times, especially on Fridays, because I teach Mm -hmm. on Thursdays late, many times on Fridays where I'm like, I'm going to skip it. And then something just says to me, just do it. And then five minutes in, then I'm in. And then all right. of a sudden it's over. And I'm right. so glad I did it because yeah. I feel so much better than I did before. What are you doing for advertising? A few different things. Like I've, I've done Instagram ads. I've done Facebook ads. I've <laughs> reached out to just random people and been like, hey, come take my class. Um, I'm in Facebook groups in like mom groups, entrepreneur, I'm not a mom, but I, I do a lot of pre-postnatal stuff and pre-postnatal certified. So trying to target some moms. Um, and then honestly, my biggest thing is I take really good care of my current clients because your current clients will always be your biggest marketing. That's my biggest goal. And it's amazing how people will send people to you. And then I'm doing, I do like some free classes on Instagram live. Sometimes I teach for other studios just to get my name out there. So Yeah, things like that. Do you see yourself going back to the old model of like fly fly bar closed, right? They closed. Yeah. That's a shame. It was a shame. And there was definitely some mixed feelings um, when the studios reopened because I didn't think I would miss it. And then there was something about watching my friends post about going back to their studios. And I was like, oh, I don't even have a studio to go back to. That feels strange. There's a few things. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to eventually go back to teaching for a studio, try to get work harder, push a little bit more on different platforms. I do know there's some things I've like kind of set for myself of like, "Mm, I don't want to work past this time. I don't want to work before this time. So there's some of those I've kept, but I mean, there is something about the virtual model that's really great. Um, I can create my own atmosphere for clients versus going into a gym or a studio and put, depending on the gym or the studio to create the atmosphere. 
If you haven't taken a class with me, I created my own home studio and it's like, I pick my music. I pick when class times are. I love my home studio. I'm very proud of it. I love the aesthetic I created. And so it's been fun to create those things. I One of the things I didn't like about going to a place was, especially in New York City, everything was so crowded. I, I do, you know, the six foot rule we now have about um, social distancing. I really like that because my biggest complaint about being in New York is everybody Everybody's on top of me. Yeah. I love having space around me. And I remember, I think I took one of your bar classes once mm-hmm. in the basement of Fly Bar. <laughs> and it was, it was nice, but I just like everybody was really close to me with the weights. And like mm-hmm. I didn't want to hit anybody with the weight. And everybody's like sweating, which is, <laughs> you know, it's fine because I I experienced that in dance class too. Like every yeah. uh, Randy Skinner's classes, one day I counted 59 people in one. One little room wow. right before the pandemic, 59. And we were yeah. smushed. But I do, I love the virtual because I love just, I'm in mm-hmm. my own home studio and that's really, right. it's, you know, I just, I like it. And it also just takes me out of the pandemic just for the time that you're doing the class. Like right. I'm just working and focused on my body and not thinking about the state of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. It's those, whatever the class time is, 30 minutes, hour class, that 30 minutes an hour, it's it's our time. It's like this mixture of you're in your own world, but you're also part of this like work Carter community that's really fun. And yeah, for that little bit of time, we get to, <laughs> we get to ignore everything else. But I do think there's a difference to what you said about taking a fitness class versus a dance. There's something about dance classes. We're like prepped to be on top of each other and be sweaty. Like there's like a camaraderie there. Whereas like a fitness class, you're on your own, but with a group of people. So when your mat is two inches from someone else, which it was, that was, you know, every boutique studio, your mat is literally two inches from the person next to you. Mm -hmm. And someone is sweating on you that you're like, "Mm, I don't know you. (laughs) It feels terrible. And it's, (laughs) and it's not just, they're not just dancers too. It's like a mix of all different professions. So I don't know, being with a group of dancers is a different feeling. And it's not like, I'm, I'm not trying to be like elitist about it, but you know, you'd get Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. It's like, there's just a little, bit of a difference also the cost too like going to fly bar i think i did a spin class once and it was very very costly i was like is somebody gonna rub my shoulders after this (laughs) class for what i just paid for this class like come on it's almost forty dollars a class yeah yeah that i was like whoa across the board across the board new york boutique fitness that's what the normal pricing is so who's yeah. got that kind of cash like it must be the wall street people taking the classes <laughs> i don't know i mean people do people do so and they got to pay that new york rent too that's nutty buddy yeah yeah it's been i mean to to just touch on pricing for a second it has been very interesting like running my own business and trying to navigate like how do i price my classes what's fair what's reasonable because Obviously in the fitness world, there's a million people to choose from and anyone could go to any FitPro. And I know FitPros who are charging so much money that I don't think they're great at what they do. And then I know people who are so great at what they do and they're barely charging anything. So it's this weird world where I've had to navigate, like, what do I charge? And then, you know, I've had the people who are like, why are you charging this much? This is ridiculous. Like it's virtual. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm still teaching it. And I bring, I have a lot of certifications and I'm bringing something to it. And so it's still, the quality is still there, but navigating that has been 
a challenge. You know what I've learned since, you know, since being in the performing arts industry for as long as I have been, those people who say that to you, they're not your clients because I think you give great value and I think your pricing is great. I have no problem being an all in monthly member. And that means Mm -hmm. I take all the classes because Mm -hmm. one thing that I enjoyed when the classes started is I knew I was helping you support yourself because Mm -hmm. you were not somebody who was sitting around and just collecting unemployment. You were going out there and working and that like, I, I have no trouble supporting someone who's wanting that, wanting to support themselves. And I know that every like, yeah, every month that I continue, it's like, it's helping me, but you're, you're in business. And I love Mm -hmm. being part of that business. Do you know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, like building this business has been a trial and error and asking my clients, like at the end of the day, if you're starting a business, Mm -hmm. you're starting a business to serve clients. And so being able to ask you guys very honestly, like, how is this going? How do you feel about this? Do you like this class time? Do you like this format? What do you want to do? I mean, you've seen many different variations in the past year of where I host the classes, um, the formats, what days they're on, what times they're on, et cetera, et cetera. And getting the feedback from all of you guys has been just vital. It's what's made me figure out, oh, this is working. This isn't. And we're going to try this and it works. Oh, wait, that doesn't work. So I'm I'm thankful for you guys. So thank you for being part of the Work Carter family. I love it. Any thought? Did you have any thoughts about leaving New York? Um, <laughs> yes and no. I I love New York. I really love New York. I'm one of those people. I mean, I hated it like the first year and a half just because I felt so out of place and I was young. I didn't know what I was doing. And then it was actually after my hip surgery. I think I, going through this process of like finding my doctors and like going through like this brutality of like uh, just like navigating all of that. I, I hit this mark where I was just like, I love New York. I moved to Astoria. I think that was a huge part of it. I love Astoria. So I've been in my, my neighborhood, my apartment for eight years which is crazy. I think the pandemic has definitely made me question it a little bit more. And I never thought I would. And even my friends, when they hear me being like, I don't know if I want to stay, they're like, oh my God, what? You're going to leave New York because I'm that person. I was like, I'm going to stay here forever. I don't know. I know I've missed my family a lot. I've missed, and but a, a lot of that, those of you who aren't in New York, we, we've been on lockdown. Like we, I haven't seen the majority of my friends and when I do see friends were masked. And so it's just really taken a toll on this feel of community. And I think any of the reasons I want to leave is because I've just really lost the sense of community over the past year. And that's, that's taken a toll on me, but I, I love New York, but we'll see. I'm in this place of, I, I think for everyone this past year has made me be like, I'm just kind of going with the flow and we'll see. But I think I have learned that like there is, there are ways to do what I love in other places. So we'll see. Right. As you know, I, my dream is to go up to Maine and I've really been considering it. And part mm. of the reason I haven't done that yet is I always feel like the pulse of New York and the shows and everything that happens in New York, I am able to take that to the New England region and kind of like, I feel like having a foot in New York helps me when I go off and teach and choreograph. I still feel like to to permanently 
uh, pull up my stakes here and go up there full time. I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm leaning towards more of a half and half life. Uh, you just were on a tour of a 1940s big band show. Let's talk about yeah. that. Oh gosh, that was two years ago. I can't believe it was it. good. Two years ago, it was good. So I did in the mood national tour. Really fun, all 1940s big band music. It was is not a book musical. It was a it was a review, and it was really special because one, I'm not gonna lie, I thought I knew what 1940s music was, and doing the show, I was like, okay, I really don't know 1940s music. So learning um, that decade of music was really fun. We had a huge band. It was hard because there were five of us, three females, two males, and we were on stage basically the whole time. So just like the vocal stamina it took was challenging, but. Yeah, we did a big tribute to um, men and women in the service at the end. And so we had everyone, wanna, you know, company at a time like Air Force and Navy, and we saluted them. And it was really emotional. We had veterans that were over 100 years old in the audience sometimes. And my grandmother came at one point and she was in her 20s in the 40s. And so she, my mom said she was singing along to every song and it was obviously super emotional for that. But yeah, that was one of the last times I performed. That was my second to last gig before the, the shutdown. But that was, that was super fun. And you got to come see me, which was so special. Yeah, I came to Terrytown Music Hall, which is a great theater yeah. in a in, I think it's an old vaudeville house, right? I think so. Yeah, if I remember correctly, yes. It was interesting to see you perform in that show because it was the kind of show is up, right up my alley. Like I love reviews and I love mm. 40s music. The costumes were great. Did mm -hmm. you have a wig? Did you have wigs? I did. I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. I had a wig. My, my wig was the same color as my hair. The other two females were like totally different colors. Uh, but mine looked like my hair. But it was this big, you know, bouffant. And yeah, all the costumes were, I don't, I don't, I mean, original. I don't know if that would be the correct term because it's a review show that was created probably 20 years ago. But 1940s pieces and beautiful, stunning outfits. They looked great on all of you. Like the aesthetics Thanks. of the show and the costumes and hair and everything really was great. Mm -hmm. It seems, I think that show started off bigger and then they, did they make it a little bit smaller? It did. It did. It started much bigger and this was a scaled down performance. Um, this is a tour they've been doing for years. I can't tell you specifics because it's not at the top of my brain, but they definitely scaled it down. But we had really, we had a good time because in, um, we did a sit down in New Hope, Pennsylvania and Hal Linden was a guest artist. And so Hal Linden performed with us that whole week and sang like Mac the Knife and he performed on the clarinet, I believe. Terrific performer. And it was so fun to get to to meet him and perform with him. That's great. That's great. I think he came on Chicago the Musical as a Billy for a while. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't get to interact with him that much. He definitely, you know, he like was in his dressing room and came on stage, but I did get to meet him. And the person I am, I remembered him from Gilmore Girls. He was a guest at one point and hit on Emily. And, and I was like, I know, I remember you from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Even though I'm a musical theater actor, that's what I remember him from. <laughs> So I know we're really not in any stage to plan anything, but mm -hmm. summer is coming up. Yes. Do you have any kind of goals for fun things that you want to do this summer? No, I don't I don't have specific summer plans. I have I have some ideas. Like I wanna definitely do a little bit more transitioning and focusing back on acting stuff this summer and start to even just I can't even say like get into gear. Like I just wanna kind of start putting some headspace back over there. 
What's been your favorite thing about the past year? Like what's been a silver lining for you? Mm. I actually, I have a few. (laughs) Um, I think one getting to like the simple one, like not having to be at work at 7am at a client, waking up at 5.30am, being at a client by 7am, not working till 9pm. So just getting to pick my own schedule has been great. And then I think building something that I thought wasn't possible. I never thought building a business and like (laughs) picking my brand, picking my colors, picking my fonts, you know, doing those things that you don't think about. And you're like, oh, I'm never going to have to do these things. And it's, it's actually hard. It's really hard to do those things. Like, oh, you did a great job though. I love, I love everything you chose. I think it represents your essence and it's eye catching. And I love the new website, by the way. Thank you. It looks so, he did such a good job. I'm so thankful for him. So yeah, I have a website designer, um, Dan Tex Webb, go check him out. He is a client. He started with my classes and I noticed that he, for fun, had done some acting websites for, for his friends. And I was like, hi, I saw you do websites help me please. So he actually, he redid my actor website because when I started Work Carter Fitness, I took all my acting stuff down and I just plopped all my fitness stuff on there. And I was like, I'm not acting right now anyways. I'm not paying for two websites. I'll figure that out later. So he did my fitness website and then he just redid my actor website. So yeah, I think building, I think the silver lining is just building something I didn't think was possible and being proud of it. Even on the days it's hard, even on the days when I'm like, is it worth it? Why am I doing this? I'm really proud of it. That's great. Is there anything that you would like to tell us about your products so people can (sighs) register for your classes? Listen, everybody, if you are in any sort of pain or you don't feel like you're in shape, go take Kathleen's classes because they will change your life and they're fun. You know, they are fun. That's really, I have never thought to myself, I've taken them for over a year. Mm -hmm. It's never been the same class twice. There's a few exercises that you like to do, but I like to do the ones too, like the dead bugs and those things. Lat chops. I love the lat chops. Me too. Me too. I love those them. are so, cause like you feel your abs. You're like, oh. yeah, you're like, yes, these are working. <laughs> so tell us yeah. about on demand. So work harder on demand. This is a program I developed for people that told me they loved my product, but they were always short on time or They're like, I love your product, but it's just not my budget right now. So I developed this product. It's workouts. They all range under 30 minutes. So all from 10 minutes up to 30 minutes. And all the workouts can either stand alone or you can combine them. And it's all pre-recorded. It's $25 a month. So less than a dollar a day. First seven days are free. And you can go in, you can pick out the workout you want to do. So you can do a 10 minute arms, you can do a 15 minute legs, you can do a 15 minute hit cardio, um, you can do just one or you can pair them together. Or I have put a four week program in there. So if you're like, I know I need to work out, I just don't know where to start. Go do my on demand. You need to just start something and you literally don't even have to think you work out five days a week, I give you two days off and you just follow the format. The video will play right after the one you just did. So it's really easy to follow. There's no music on the on-demand because of copyright laws, but I include Spotify links. So if you click on the Spotify link, you can listen to the playlist I curated specifically for that class while you're doing it. So that is my on-demand if you are short on time. And this is something I'm really going to be pushing for this summer because let's 
be real. In the summer, all we want to do is sit outside and drink rosé, myself included. So get your 25-minute workout in and be done. And you can do these anywhere. I have a lot of bodyweight ones. I'm going to be filming a vacation-specific workout, so all bodyweight or resistance bands that you can do outside with very little space. So that's something I'll be releasing on there as well. The On Demand also has the 10-day ab challenge I did in December, and it will also have the 10 day legs and booty challenge that I just finished. I'm still editing those videos, but they will be on there by the time you listen to this. Fantastic. Yeah. I've got my virtual classes, which is what Michelle does. And there are seven classes a week. Yes, yeah, seven classes a week. Five of them are 30 minutes and no, four of them are 30 minutes. Three of them are 55 minutes. I have hit class bar classes, and then I do sculpt classes, which is 30 minute arms, 30 minute legs, 30 minute full body, et cetera. They range in price, but the best deal is if you do a membership, it's $150 and it's like paying for small group personal training. My classes are on the small side. I give feedback in real time. So if you want to invest in a personal trainer and just haven't, take my virtual classes. I promise you won't regret it. They're fun. There's music and it's just a really good community, honestly. And like I said, it's like small group personal training. I got my eye on you. I'll take care of you. And my last product, I do offer personal training. My roster is full at this point, but by the time you listen to this, I may have some spots open, but that's if you specifically want to do one-on-one -on -one stuff. And I offer both in-person, if you live in New York City, and virtual training. So those are all my products and they're all great. It just depends on what your goals are, what your budget is, what your time budget is. But if you're not working out, your body is your greatest commodity. I highly encourage you to take care of it. 30 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day makes a huge difference. You should be moving your body at least three times a week, 30 minutes a day. Choose something you love. If you take my classes, you don't love me, find another instructor that you love. Working out should be fun and you should find something that you enjoy. So I hope, I hope you find something you love. Kathleen, you've made me feel so much better. It is so nice yes. to like feel like my old self again, mm -hmm. because when you are used to being at a certain athletic level, yeah. I was not happy the last couple of years. I was feeling like an old lady and it didn't feel good. Like I felt like mm. all um, my friend Cynthia just said crunchy. Yeah, I just felt yeah. all brittle and crunchy. Yeah. And now I feel yeah. now I feel good. Like I can wake up in the morning and have a day. And yesterday I taught all day and I'm good. You know, I have these jobs now where I can do them and then I can still have time to do mm -hmm. other things too. I'm not right. just busted, like laid yeah. out and busted. Yeah. I mean, it feels so good to be able to do what life requires of you and still have energy. Yeah. I have a little nephew and he's four going on five and he's mm -hmm. so energetic. And I was visiting them a couple of weeks ago. I realized I was playing with him and we were rolling around on the floor and getting up. And I was like, wow, I'm so grateful that I can do yeah. this and play with him and not be like, oh, yeah. Michelle can't play with you because my hip hurts. Right. I mean, the crazy thing is, is I have clients in their 60s who can't get up off the floor without using something. But I also I've had clients in their early 30s that can't get off the floor without using something. And it's a simple task that can cause so much pain and so much stress. And the goal is to be able to do that and not have it be a big deal to be able to get up and down to carry your groceries, mow the lawn, any of those things. The goal is to have those things feel easy. That's the whole point of working out. Everything we do is so those things feel easier. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for coming on and telling everybody yeah. about yourself. I hope that you get some acting gigs once 
things come back. And also I'm looking forward to meeting with you in person because I want to show you the difference between because you personally trained me a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. I was like like a weak person and now I'm a strong person and I want You're you to so see it. strong. Michelle is so strong and she shows up. She literally you literally take every class. I do because you know what? If I don't I feel like I'm missing out. So I feel yeah. it's given me something to look forward to every day. Good. And the stronger I've gotten, the more excited I've been. And I just, I don't mm-hmm. know, like I will, there's a part of me that's going to be a little bit sad when this time period ends because right. I've been able to like really give myself some time and attention. Yeah. And and I hope that, I hope to everybody who's listening, I hope that we all can kind of keep that. If mm-hmm. you've made positive changes during this time, I hope that you can keep it up. Like, I'm not going to run around anymore. I've decided that yeah. it's not healthy anymore. Yeah, it's not worth it. I think I've I've dealt with a lot of like uh, stress levels over the past year, like uh, just a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And, and every time I see it, I feel it start to rise. I'm like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. So in getting mm-hmm. to make those decisions of like, it's just not worth it. I'd rather take care of myself. It's going to get done. It's going to be okay. We'll, we're all yeah. going to make it through. I'm glad you like the podcast because it's been a super fun thing to do. And I'm glad yeah. that you're a guest because now everyone can get to know you and what you offer the world because I think it's pretty incredible. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah, come take class with me. First class is free using the code first class free, all one word for my virtual classes. Okay. Workcarterfitness.com. Okay, everybody. Correct. Go to your computer right now and type that in. All right. Thanks, Michelle. The Showgirl Tip of the Day podcast has original music composed by Joshua Holloway. Find him on YouTube, Joshua Holloway Music. This podcast is written by Michelle Bruckner and edited by Michelle Bruckner and Joshua Holloway. Find me on Instagram, Showgirl Tip of Day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week with a new episode. Oh,